and welcome back to Culture Hang with me, Hannah. And me, Holly. Where we talk about popular culture from this week, last week, any old time. <laughs> the important thing is popular culture. Hopefully, sometimes maybe we stray, but it's all within the realm. <laughs> if you want to know a bit more about us, you can always look in the description of wherever you're listening to us right now. And if you fancy knowing a lot more about us, there is a Patreon <laughs> link there. Yeah, if you want to support us, that's the best place to do it. We do two bonus episodes per month. We do Bad Book Club, where we read what's considered trash um, literature. It's not trash. We love it very dearly, very much. Um, oftentimes, it's a free ebook on whatever device uh, or where you get your ebooks. Not sponsored. Um, yeah, and so you can read along if you're wondering what next thing to read. We always talk about at the end of the month. There's a lot of content on there. Mm. So, yeah, if you're in a bit of a, a reading rut and you just want something light and fluffy and a bit a bit fun, head on over there. We also do Celebrity Corner. We talk about celebrity couple, celebrity instance, a celebrity. Usually they've been kind of a person of the moment. Um, mm. This month we're going to be doing Wendy Williams and sort of doing a deep dive into what has recently been revealed about her which is kind of like a pop culture moment of the week as well yeah <laughs> so, so yeah so that's um that's what's going on this month but just want to say thank you for listening to us um wherever you are in your ears and yeah thank you thank you for having us in your ears we really appreciate <laughs> it thank you so much um this week what's been happening not too much. I don't know if we're in just like a, a quiet period or something. Or we're missing something. Or we're missing things. Yeah. Maybe we're just busy women. Who knows? <laughs> Certainly are. Busy women. <laughs> busy women doing busy women things. Um, kind of a continuation from, it was either last week or the week before. Yeah. Um, Dolly Parton, my favourite person in the, the whole entire world, has done like a little... I don't know if it was like an Instagram post or just something that she said somewhere, <laughs> okay. but it kind of looks like a canvas setup, like really good. text post. Yeah. Um, that she's just like thrilled that Beyonce's approaching her country era. <laughs> well, it's me though because like I'm also thrilled because I think, I think she thrilled. Beyonce reached the top of the country, country charts, charts for the first time yeah. ever with her new song. So. We're in the country era. It's happening What's now. What's the song where she's like... <laughs> right, I can't remember the song. But at one point she's like, they'll never take the country out of me. And there she's we go. really coming back round to that. She's like, they'll <laughs> never take the... It's the... See it, I want it. That's I want it. What song is that? Anyway, that song. <laughs> um, this week, or literally last night... Um, the SAG Awards happened. They did. I've never heard of the SAG Awards before. It's just they're not in my top like three. I think they're they're fine. Do you think we've got fatigue? We're just. I'm so <laughs> sorry if you're bored of this, but it is like the only thing that's happening. So yeah. we will also be talking about the Baftas today, which you yes. have seen. Yeah. But the SAG Awards happen, and the thing is, I think the reason that we get bored is because if you're looking at it purely from the perspective of winning awards mm. it's kind of the same people winning the awards yeah. over and over again so there's only so much we can do with like oh, can you believe that person won <laughs> can you believe that person was snubbed like you can only do that so many times yeah. and there's not that much change mm -hmm. between award shows so we kind of have to hope something happens yeah. other than that to be able to talk about it um the SAG awards nothing like 
crazy happened. Mm. So I don't really see us, you know, we'll Covering wait for it. next week, but I don't think <laughs> yeah. we'll be able to cover it. Um, but I, what we probably should cover is Pedro Pascal, I think is in his best era. Oh, interesting. Whoever's in charge of his hair right now, well done. <laughs> he turned up in like a big white shirt. <laughs> It was giving Mr. Darcy. I don't know who Ooh. did that. Someone decided that. And thank you. <laughs> he won an award. Okay. He didn't think he was going to win, oh. clearly. He was so drunk. <laughs> he went on, up on stage. I think he probably displayed like as many human emotions as humanly possible <laughs> in the space of a small speech. Oh. There was so much going on. And like I say, quite clearly a drunk man. Yeah. He had not, I think the first thing he said was that he didn't think he was going to win, so he was drunk. <laughs> that is my favourite sort of award winner. Yeah. I love when people go up on stage and they're really drunk because they weren't expecting to win, yeah. so they just had a nice night. Exactly. And that's probably the best environment you wanted to be in because you don't want to be disappointed if you don't win something. You don't want to be like... Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, all like arrogant that of course you're going to win it. <laughs> it's like you've got to reach this middle ground of like you kind of have to prepare a speech no matter what because yeah. in the odd chance that you would win, you can't go up on stage and not remember to thank everyone. So you've yeah. got to have something prepared. <laughs> but then you you kind of have to also assume you're losing as well. For so humility. Then, yeah, how do you get that <laughs> gotta, middle ground? Gotta stay humble. It's mainly like you've got to assume you're losing so when someone else wins and it's announced mm -hmm. and your face is on a screen yeah you've got the perfect reaction because you were expecting it yes yeah whereas like <laughs> no one wants because there's been some memes going around of um bradley cooper's face every time um uh, killian murphy yeah killian murphy keeps winning best <laughs> actor and they keep showing his face <laughs> and he's I, I'm, I'm sure Dying it's nothing, inside. but like he's smiling so much, but the eyes, <laughs> it's like tears in his eyes, Aww. smiling. Um, but, you know, we can't all win. No, exactly. And like, I feel like Bradley Cooper had, had so much endorsement from all the big names in like the industry. His first film that he directs and stars in and writes and next, yeah. gets an Oscar. And... I think it's that it's not like you peak too soon because I love A Star Is Born. Yeah, but it's that you hit you hit the high, and every if you expect that every single time, and also it was like touted yeah. as this was gonna be the next big thing, like this was gonna be the big Oscar film. I think Bradley's, and I will say Bradley because we're on first night. <laughs> Bradley's downfall is probably that he does films with like where the actress in the film, the leading actress, is just incredible. Yeah. Sometimes it means he falls flat. Because yeah. even like Silver Linings Playbook, yep. the, all the attention went on Jennifer Lawrence because yeah. she's amazing in that film. Yeah. The star is born. He's good. But everyone's kind of focusing <laughs> on the fact Lady Gaga's there. And then this one as well. Yeah. Like, Carrie Mulligan's very good. Exactly. It? Yeah. Although, yeah, I suppose Carrie Mulligan's not got that much attention. But, but she's been nominated, I think, more than... He has potentially, I don't know. but yeah, the Shout one out to Carrie Morgan, <laughs> Morgan, Morgan, Morgan. The still I like to see was um, Emily Blunt, Meryl Streep, Nan Hathaway, and I don't know what was said because I've not looked at the clip, but mm. the still that's been taken has been very memefied because obviously that trio is the yeah. cast of Devil Wears Prada, and Anne Hathaway is like talking into the mic, and Emily Blunt looks shocked, <laughs> like she's got like open mouth, like <gasps> like 
what's going on. And I wonder what happened. I know. I need to find the clip and see what's. Yeah. But it's a. It's as an ensemble. Mm. I like to see it. I like having the callback. Yeah, it's always a nice callback. It's a great film. Really good film. <laughs> Stanley Tucci should have been there, though. Oh, I the know. Best for the <laughs> He should always be there. <laughs> for it to be completed. But yeah, anyway, last weekend. I think it was last weekend. Yeah. I've not got a date, so don't quiz me on it. <laughs> the BAFTAs happened. They did. The um, British and film. British and film. British and film? British and film. British. Do you think it's British and film? B-A-F. You think it's British and film? Yeah. <laughs> what else is the A going to stand for? I don't know, but like, there's part of me that's like, if that's what it stands for. British and film and television. Perfect. <laughs> BAFTAs. Let's, the first part of researching is researching <laughs> Knowing what you're British doing. Academy Film oh. Awards. <laughs> British and film. And television. And television. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually thought that's what it's been this whole like. I wish I'd never questioned it. I would have. I should have let you live in that world that it was British and film. You've got to be British and film to be there. No. Okay. So it happened. There was a couple of things that happened. Honestly, it wasn't the craziest award show. No. But things happened. They did. Yeah. Name them. Where would you like to begin? I don't um, know. Okay. Surprise me. Prince William was there for some reason. I also kind of wanted to... I think they're always there. Are they? Because it's... Because... Oh, right. Forgive me if I'm wrong. <laughs> they're, like, in charge of film. Not They're not, as a royal family, in charge of film. But, like, one of them is part of the BAFTAs. There's some oh, okay. link between the royal what, family. What, they get to vote and no. decide and... Mm, shall we just... Shall, bef- right, why was... Before we make a fool of ourselves, why was... <laughs> Prince William at the BAFTAs. But I think, like, in the past, Harry and Meghan went one year. Do you remember right. that? No. Um, you don't remember that. You didn't miss out. <laughs> um, who, one of the people also asked, who's Prince William with at the BAFTAs? <laughs> yeah, they always turn up. I, I can't really remember Maybe why. just to be there. There's some, like... It's like a royal duty or something. Yeah, I don't like that. Like one of the royals is like in charge. Patron of, saint of. That's what I mean. Like there, I swear <laughs> it's something like that. Right, Prince William. Unfortunately, he arrived solo. Don't arrive at all. <laughs> Nobody wants you. Yeah. Like, oh, unfortunately, he had to. Right, I can't really remember why. But there's some reason why they have to go because every article I go on is just like, unfortunately, he alone. went alone. And then it's like, and here's what they wore in past years. Like, he wore a suit. That's <laughs> boring. He was so, there. He was there. And in the similar vein to um, the still from the one we were just talking about, Meryl Streep and Emily Blunt and Anne Hathaway, there's this image that emerged of him talking to, I think, is it like... Um, What's the category? Rising Star Award category nominees. Yes. So it was Phoebe Devener, Aoa, Aoa Debris, Sophie Wilde, and Maya McKenna Bruce. Mm. They're all backstage, and Ao's face is like scandalised. Yeah, it's a really good picture, but I don't like. 
I can't even explain it. It's just a good picture. Like no one, <laughs> no one in the picture is doing a normal facial expression. No, everyone looks like. Why is this man still talking to us? But <laughs> Iowa Debris is just like so baffled. Like I don't, I can't imagine what. What did he say to her <laughs> to cause that facial expression? But I think people who are familiar with her know there's this whole joke that she's Irish. Like she's not Irish, but there's this big joke that she's Irish. Um, and I think I'd seen like a tweet where people were like posting that picture and being like, she truly is Irish. Because like, <laughs> she just looks so horrified. She does, doesn't she? She's just, I'm like, what? But like, if you took a picture of me meeting Prince William, I don't know that my face would be normal. Like, I don't think I would yeah. be doing a normal facial expression in that situation. I think it would be like, this is weird. As I always think about, there's a picture of one of the sugar babes meeting, oh, it's all the sugar babes meeting, um, well, at the time it was Prince Charles. Oh, right, and yeah. one of them like posted it in retrospect and was like, I look so angry because I could just never forgive him for what he did to Diana. And I just like, this picture kind of reminded me of that. Like in years to come, that's going to be posted on one of their Instagram stories with an explanation of why they all look like they do. But to be honest, like he, Prince William that is, just kind of made a fool of himself mm. because he, um, so me and kind of Bruce was in a film called How to Have Sex. Yeah. Which is about, I think, a sixteen-year-old that is um, like raped goes to... on yeah. holiday. Yeah, and he went up to her because he admitted he'd not seen the film. <laughs> he said, "I haven't yet watched your film." Right, fine, stop there. <laughs> haven't yet watched your film. I think it looked like you had a lot of fun all the way through. Oh God! <sighs> right now, like I get it. Who's not seen? They the just film? watched it's the trailer. <laughs> I don't even think he's watched the trailer. I think maybe someone said to him. She's in a film about um, 16-year-olds going on holiday after their yeah. GCSEs. And he thought, like, in his head, it was going to be, like, the in-betweeners or something. Oh, God, yeah. And, like, surely he should have, almost like in The Devil Wears Prada, where Meryl Streep's going around events, and Anne Hathaway, like, whispers in her ear who everyone yeah. is and what they're doing. He yeah. should have someone who specifically <laughs> would prevent this. And I'm sure he does. And to that person, you've got to do your job better. Maybe it's Kate. <gasps> And that's why they've said it this whole time. Unfortunately, turned up alone. <laughs> so he was just like let loose, saying weird things to people. I do feel like you could make some great like feminist film in the style of like Stepford Wives for Kate Middleton because mm. the poor woman's just had quite severe abdominal <laughs> surgery, and everyone's like, "Oh no, poor William turned up solo <laughs> to the Baftas." <laughs> Meanwhile, she's recovering from whatever this unknown surgery yeah. is that has kept. He's keeping her off until like Easter, so yeah. quite a severe surgery. It's like, oh no, he turned up to the BAFTAs and just <laughs> managed to make a fool of himself. <laughs> like, he needs that woman. Well, he always paint, it's not always, but in like modern kind of plays and adaptations that people have done about the royal family. Kate's always like the Macbeth, like Lady Macbeth figure that is sort of pulling the strings. I know, I always think that. Like, I, I know, maybe, maybe she is, but at this point, I feel like even if she was, she's probably tired of it. Surely. Like this, she's like, my whole life, I'm going to have to do this. How tiring. <laughs> How tiring for me. But then what, have... what happens when he becomes like, if he becomes king? She should retire. <laughs> she's like, I've done my bit. I'm done. And go. Because... 
I don't have much sympathy for her, but I think like yeah, she's pulling all if she is pulling all the strings. She must be. Like I'm yeah, I have these weeks <laughs> of rest. You deserve them. <laughs> you deserve them, girl. <laughs> anyway, so she wasn't there. No, she was so, absent. But yeah, so he he did he did that was quite a big blunder, but other than that we don't know of any other blunders. He's, no. They sat him next to Kate Blanchett. Oh, they were just like, any Kate will do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. They were like, if it can't be Kate Middleton. Maybe he thought Kate Blanchett was. It's like, hang on. And Kate Blanchett was like, this is the role of my life. Because yeah. I think she could do it. Oh, she, she can could. do anything she sets her mind to. <laughs> Absolutely. She sets her mind at the beginning of that night to being Kate Middleton. And she worked it. <laughs> like did that role and then so hosting the whole event was david tennant yeah which i think good but why i don't know and i've Mm. been really like trying to wrap my head around it because career wise yeah why did they get him because he's not really like a professional funny man is it because he's in doctor who ish or was in doctor who i think it's more related to him doing um oh gods and no good omens no what's the like thing the other thing he did with martin the the, on zoom yeah (laughs) you know what i mean i know what you mean everyone knows what i mean anyway begins with an s (laughs) also i didn't mean martin michael michael sheen michael sheen david tennant michael sheen do a a zoom they did a zoom thing over covid scripted scripted right i think it's probably more related to scripted where like obviously he's still playing a character but he's playing himself yeah and then him and like michael sheen were able to like have these sort of funny men personas Mm. as if like they were being themselves yeah but they were also still playing a role because it was a tv show yeah like exaggerated versions of themselves but obviously that makes david tennant like seem like a good personality yeah. to host events which is yeah. really good and I, you know he's still acting he's still doing things but it just feels like a weird thing for him to do yeah but I'm not against it I just am surprised that that's what he's choosing right now and why did he bring come out with the dog I don't know but I did like that little skit I thought that was like it was very <laughs> it gave like um, red nose day sort of skit I thought it was you're good. so right it like, is like comic relief all, like, the big, it was like comic relief like getting all the big like UK names yeah. in that little skit beforehand well other than Stanley Tucci but like Stanley Tucci's kind of honorary British like he I, lives in England yeah I'd say so yeah Tom Hilson, G-Dance, people like that. Yeah. But getting all them in before you start, it's very, like, English comedy vibes. <laughs> I think it's a good way to start. Yeah. Also, like, the dog was a... That dog's a professional dog. Is it? Yeah, professional dog, not Michael Sheen's dog. Oh. That is a professional dog. <laughs> I think you can find it on Instagram. The really famous dog. The yeah. famous dog. So, but, like, also, where where did it go after... I know. It gets passed to Michael Sheen and then... <laughs> he's just holding a dog for a bit <laughs> but yeah it felt like that was just a skit they came up with like yeah. maybe they were doing more of scripted and they were like oh. well it was just to say bark ruffalo wasn't it that was that was the gag i don't think that was the full gag i just feel like they got in too many celebrities for that to be the full gag i think that was part of it but i think it was more that i think they came up with the idea that him and 
Michael Sheen would have beef at the beginning of the Baptist. Because yeah. again, that's what they're like. Everyone likes Noble. their little funny little relationship. Yeah. And then I think Bark Ruffalo came along with it. Because Bark <laughs> Ruffalo wasn't central enough to that skit to be... It also wasn't a big Sustained, enough joke. Sustained, yeah. Like, it's just not enough of a joke. No. And they didn't, like, linger on it either. They were just like, Bark Ruffalo, Bark Ruffalo, okay. <laughs> but yeah, always nice to see Judy Dench as well. Absolutely. I love seeing Judy Dench. But yeah, I think... Um, I think he's he was good. Like he, yeah. I don't think it was a bad job of presenting, and I'd like to see him present more things, but like oh, not yeah. at the cost of him not doing his acting. <laughs> so as long as we're getting both, yes, I'm okay with it. Yeah, yeah, and I do like his little. Even though, again, I feel like a broken record with this. Barbie got snubbed quite extensively. Um, Margot was there in a very fountainous pink Scaparelli number. Yeah. Um, and I think Ryan Gosling was also there potentially because I think he was like, "Oh, that's the ugly table," and it was the table with Margot Robbie and that's Ryan Gosling really on good. it. Um, and he closed the ceremony by saying, "As a wise person once said, come on, Barbie, let's go party.'" So I was just like, that's "He's nice. still rooting for." He's not. It's scripted. Someone else will have written that. But I was like, "But I feel like don't it... let Barbie disappear." <laughs> I think he is rooting for Barbie. I just feel. David Tennant is a Barbie person. <laughs> Deep in my soul. I just think he is. Do you think he went for the same Ken that Rob Brydon is in the film? Yeah, of course. I think <laughs> didn't he get went, it. He didn't, no. But I think he could have done it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think he definitely could have done it. But yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if... If he'd have been in Barbie, I wouldn't yeah. have been like, whoa. I there are been like, so many sense. British actors in Barbie. It does Someone from Love sense. Island's in it. I just can't remember their name. Oh, no, they are. What, do you remember their name? He, Chris. Uh, he's called Chris Rob? because I, our friend really liked him and it was only through our friend that I knew about him. But he kept being like, I love Harry Potter. I'm so quirky. I love Harry Potter. That was his defining trait on Love Island. He wasn't the one that left Love Island, was no, he? No, that was a different oh, guy that liked like, Harry Potter. I was like... <laughs> 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 okay, well... Um, Sophie Ellis Baxter also yeah. turned up. Yeah. Don't have much to say about it. Like to see it. I like to see it. I love the song. I'm really happy it's kind of having a, a renaissance of its own. It's probably the best thing to come out of Saltburn. Well, a lot of people have been now saying, like, this song deserves the Saltburn treatment. Like, this, it's like a meme. They're like, they'll yes. bring up a song, they'll be like, this deserves the Saltburn treatment. Which song do you think deserves the Saltburn Ooh. treatment? That's a big question. A lot of people have been like suggesting songs from the Sugar Babes discography, and I think like Cheryl Cole, Cheryl Cole, Parachute, Fight for This Love, Fight for This Love. Do you think it had its moment? It's had its moment. Parachutes. I just don't think it gets enough credit. Parachute, baby. Um, yeah, I just think Sugar Babes that I'm always bitter over because it just didn't. They didn't break America, which is bizarre. And like push the button yeah that deserves the salt burn treatment for me yeah i don't know how and i don't know what sort of film <laughs> but that's any also like some girls allowed yeah definitely maybe like the promise was that you're gonna make me what was that song you're gonna make me make me love you yeah promise girls allowed yeah definitely like girl group early 2000s also like maybe one mcfly song no 
You don't think so? They've like toured and they've done like busted. Think, but they're not big in America. No, but like they've still done stuff. Yeah, but so have Sugar Babes and Girls Aloud. But not recently. They have. Girls Aloud are having a reunion as we speak. <laughs> I didn't also, know girls, that. also, Sugar Babes did Glastonbury. Oh no, they did, didn't they? Yeah. Well, I'll take it back. Take it back. Take <laughs> it back now. But yeah, I think like early days girls allowed sugar babes is a really really good shout mm. but i think sophie ellis baxter totally deserved because it's a great it's a banging song that's never well they would do hate now when like fair enough so- sophie ellis baxter why can i not say those names sophie ellis ellis baxter had not broken america mm. i hate it when like english people are coming up to me and being like oh my god love saltburn love murder on the dance floor now I'm doing it at like karaoke and listening to it all the time. I'm like, where, where were did you, where you? Where did you grow up? Like, where did you grow up? Because I've been doing that for like the past two decades. Genuinely, like you like, have to have be been like, living under a rock. And like, we lived me in... about murder on the dance floor. But, but it's but... not. We lived in the countryside. You know, people like... that have come to me and been like, oh, you know, that because of salt burn, like I listen to that no. song all the time. I was like, what were you doing the last few decades of yeah. your life? Living under a rock. I do like. Why were you not? Why was this song not always your life? Because it's <laughs> been my whole life since it came out. So I don't like. I don't get it. Like, fair enough. If you are not English, I think yeah, that's fine. Yeah. You can have the excuse that you've just discovered it. Yeah. But what was going on at your school discos? Yeah. Or it maybe makes um, no sense. Like Larue. Larue, absolutely. Or. Um, the people that sung that's not my name the ting tings yeah because they really did one album and then they just quit and I actually think like they should get now that people should be going crazy about them such a good show I really liked their music yeah so sad that they didn't pursue it for longer yeah there was the Renettes as well a similar time of that but I don't know I don't I didn't know as much of their like discography Go baby, go baby, go! Don't upset the Ronettes. rhythm, no. Noisette. Noisettes. Ronettes are very Ronettes different. Ronettes. It's like <laughs> be my, be, be my baby. baby. <laughs> my brain like, is just I not working. I think the Ronettes maybe had their moment. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? But even so, they deserve more of them. <laughs> yeah. Give them the sort of treatment. <laughs> <laughs> they still deserve it but yeah I, I think it's um more films should just put in random songs and to be honest it's not like that we've not been critical of emerald fennel mm-hmm. but what i will say that she is incredible at doing is putting songs in her films and giving them a moment because she did this with stars are blind by paris hilton and then paris hilton got to um re-release stars are blind and i'm really happy about that she's doing great bits for um female musicians around the world <laughs> Yes. <laughs> One is Sophie Ellis Baxter, the other is Paris Hilton. <laughs> yeah, that's all I get about. Also, the, the other song in um, Saltburn. Perfect. She's done that for that. That's it's a great song. song. It's a really good song. Now you know its name. Perfect. Now I know. I did not know it was called Perfect yeah. all these years. Perfect. Um, also, so Killian Murphy won again. I'm not mad about like I've not he's seen a, the film. I'm, he's a very good actor. He's a good so, actor. Yeah. I've not seen the film. I'm sure he's amazing in it. Um, I did like that. Um, he thanked his Oppenheimies. He seems like quite comfortable <laughs> at the Baftas, which was quite strange. Like, he seemed, I yeah. think he seems a bit shy, a yes. bit uncomfortable. Yeah, definitely. Um, he seemed really happy here. Yeah, more relaxed. Did, did you, you see, see there was goofy? a there was a gate crasher? I don't no. know if it was for this one or 
when I think it was when they were all up for best film. Yeah. And you can see Nolan Clock. <laughs> There's a guy standing just behind them in a black suit. Yeah. Looks like he is just like somebody that works there or but this guy just like goes around gate crashing um bigger and bigger events to see how much how far he can get with it. But none of them react to it. Nobody nobody yeah. like gives him the attention that he's probably looking for. And they just and everyone's like with all the people that are kind of getting like glittered at the moment and the mm. amount of security that you imagine is like even going to the, a museum these days there's tons of security and then you get bag checks and stuff yeah. like how have you let a guy yeah, how do you manage to get, in? <laughs> get on stage and i think he just he just ran he just ran and got it as they were all going up i respect it yeah like i mean he didn't hurt he wasn't doing yeah, anything exactly. he didn't as hurt long as anybody it's an innocent thing and he's not making yeah. anyone scared why not try gate crash events <laughs> that you're not invited to like why should they be elite events this yeah. man should get to go as long as he's not being scary and he wasn't. He was just standing there. And realistically, they should have better security that this man just can't... Like, he shouldn't be able to get yeah. in. And if he can get in, let that be a lesson to you. Yeah, have exactly. better security. <laughs> Maybe a bit too lax. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I kind of appreciate that. Like, yeah. he's he's doing that for people. Did you also see um, Killian Murphy talk about how, like, he's a proud Irishman a no. lot? So I don't know if it was, like, in what context, but I think it was... He's like still standing in front of one of those mm. photo board things that they have when they're all getting their paparazzi photos yeah. taken, and um, he's like, "Yeah, I'm a, I'm such a proud Irishman. Like, can't maybe because someone calls it because he's the first Irishman to have won. Yeah, a bastard, a, a bastard, a bastard. Jesus Christ, <laughs> he's won a bastard. He's won a bastard. He's won a BAFTA for leading role. Yeah, and he's like, um." should we start singing some rebel songs <laughs> but whenever they've reported it they never leave that bit in they always just say like i'm a really proud irishman <laughs> that's really good i think it is just like as soon as you go to the baftas i think people do start trying to like like the british or the yeah. english try to claim homogenize killian murphy yeah and so i imagine that's very much like a, just a reminder just a reminder i'm not uh i'm actually irish. part of this <laughs> yeah just so you know Irish, because um, I imagine that gets very frustrating. Yeah. Especially with like him, this being like such a monumental moment with him being the first, what was it, the first? First Irishman to get leading actor. Yeah, be like, yeah, remember that I am Irish, please. Yeah. Don't forget it. My then, colonial oppressors. <laughs> yeah, literally. Remind the BAFTAs of that. <laughs> Everyone should remind them of that. There's also kind of an awkward moment um, with Andrew Scott. Did you see that yeah. interview? Really weird, because it's weird to ask that anyway, but then I think it's going further into this, like, I do think people have gone too far with the Barry Keegan Saltburn situation. Yeah. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Leave him alone. Just because he was naked doesn't yeah. mean that everyone gets to talk to about his on body it. constantly. Yeah. And I know recently, I think I think it's a Vanity Fair um photo shoot was done earlier this week i think it's vanity fair could be wrong Mm. and it was like they had loads of leading actors as part of it Mm -hmm. and there's this little video of like a lot of the leading actors like talking to each other as part of the photo shoot so it's like pedro pascal's there i actually can't remember any of the other people there (laughs) like there's lots of actors you just tune the rest of them out as soon as you saw pedro Pedro pascal Pascal. (laughs) but then like it gets Oh, and Bradley Cooper. So I'd look, there was a tweet oh. that I'd seen and um, someone had been like, oh, he really needs to like calm down for a minute or something. That's not the tweet, but it was say it's yeah. something like that. And the video starts with Bradley Cooper. So everyone had assumed like this tweet's about Bradley Cooper and I was like, oh yeah, fair enough. Yeah. And the, 
thing keeps going across and you're seeing all these other actors it gets right to the end and barry keegan just walks up fully nude oh wow yeah exactly so i get that like <laughs> that maybe then makes people think like oh we can yeah we can, we continue can still to talk comment about on the it. fact that he was naked and like yeah. fair enough yeah you can say he was naked he was naked in the film yeah but like it's the constant like that Wanting, wasn't a prosthetic. Oh, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, no. it's a bit weird. Like, it just feels weird to me. Yeah. To it's, do it. It's almost... They're obviously trying to get a reaction from people. Because it's... So, it's, I think it's a BBC reporter asks Andrew Scott on the red carpet, um, did he see Barry Keoghan Keegan in uh, Saltburn? And he's like, yeah, no, Barry's great. And you know, Andrew Scott's just like... L- seems like a sweetheart yeah it seems so very nice. mild-mannered self-spoken just a really like mm. great actor as well like you know it was great to see him there he's getting his he's in a lot at the moment and i'm very happy to see it yeah but this reporter like digs down he's like no but what did you think about it he was like he says something that's like had you see it was like how well do you know him or something oh like that was that? yeah Got, how well yeah. do you really know him? How well do him? you know him? Because like he says that after he's asked it, as mm. if like sort of implying like, oh, you've seen it before. Yeah. And it's just weird. Like yeah. it's a very strange thing. And then like again, like Andrew Scott being such a nice person, just like kind of walks off and like yeah. decline, like laughs and like walks yeah. away. But just very inappropriate. Like also not only inappropriate, but just again really lazy journalism. Completely. Like you know when Dakota Johnson is like, oh, the whole Nepo baby thing is so mm. boring, like, come up with something more original. I yeah. don't agree with that. But I do, like, I think this is really boring and unoriginal yeah. journalism because I'm like, think of something new to ask yeah. him. Like, anything new. That yeah. is such, like, it's so overdone. Everyone's asked about the yeah. nude scene in Saltburn. It's been ongoing. And after all the, like, um, backlash after, was it the Golden Globes? Um joke where the awful man yeah yeah that he was doing he did a joke about barry keegan's like nudity in the yeah. film and there was backlash to that so you'd think at this point just if don't even ask it smidge of research you'd be like <laughs> yeah. oh, okay probably not the best like thing to push on yeah definitely really weird like you just ask his opinion on the film i know and you're making it. it like you're like tarnishing everything by it or, but why does he even need to know andrew scott's opinion on saltburn why don't you just ask andrew scott about the films he's in yeah <laughs> you're feigning in the promo we all need to know andrew scott's opinion on every film which i'm not mad about tell me all of andrew scott's yeah opinions. i'd love to know <laughs> but then don't press him for weird details no it's unnecessary very strange very very strange um the other person i saw that i'm just gonna have to make peace with is that Poor Things is going to do very well in yeah. future award things. And I just, I have my own I think it will reactions do to... well at the Oscars. You don't think it will? No, I think it will. Yeah, I think it will. I think its trajectory is... I think that Oscar is Emma Stone's. Yeah. And I think people... T- or maybe it's not, but... I think um... it is. Hmm, I think maybe. They've, they've, the way they've reacted, like the industry has reacted to it thus far... That it would make you think that it, yeah. That they're just gonna she's, like. She's breaking in every award. But this is what I mean. So, like, she won Best Actress for Poor Things. Um, <laughs> for something completely different. I she did w- think it was weird in her acceptance piece. She said, um, a lot of people who deserve awards never get awards, which I think is like trying to highlight, like, 
I don't know if it's like behind the scenes work or just that there's like a bias to certain things, but it's a bit like, I'll accept this award. Yeah. But like what I, I, yeah, I kind of agree. But then what else can she do? I guess she can stand up there and be like, I'm not taking this. She, so she said, um, she said it to hopefully lead to a conversation about why and hopefully culture changes more and more and expands more to include so many people in so many ways so it's kind of like a a diversity call out yeah i guess like i guess the alternative point like you say is that it's not really doing anything other than pointing it out but meanwhile there are other people getting awards and never even you know yeah for years i will say like how I you just think, quietly accept it and walk yeah. off the stage. So yeah. I mean, she could have done more, but then also like I don't. What would she have done? What else would she have done? I yeah. guess like don't turn up to award shows. Yeah, because at, at their core, they're not a good thing at this point in time. Like they <laughs> haven't been a good thing for a while. Yeah. So I think if you're gonna do it, then you kind of accept the failings of it. Yeah. And hope for some change, or you just don't go. Yeah. Which I think, like, we'd all hope that... I don't know. I like to think that if I was at an actor, I wouldn't go. Because it's such a stupid thing, really. Yeah. In, in reality, why <laughs> do they all go hang out? There's however much money spent on these events. Yeah. They all turn up to applaud each other. Yeah. To award the same sort of person, generally. Yeah. Over and over again. When, like, film itself is probably just not a thing where you can pick the best no because everyone has a different opinion it's entirely it's art it's subjective i think it's a nice <laughs> idea to like praise art yes. and say how great yeah. it is but it seems weird that there's however many different award shows yeah. to get the same people up on stage yeah. and like like we say it's probably going to be emma stone up on that stage at the oscars as yeah. well we're going to do the same thing over and over again yeah. so i like to think were i in the position i just wouldn't go yeah but then Again, once you're in that position, I'm yeah. sure your mindset changes. But from an outside perspective, award shows really are ridiculous. <laughs> it's just a weird thing for them to do. Yeah. Go and applaud each other. But it's like, there's well, so many because, of them as well. Exactly. And like, however many people... Like, this is the thing. Every time they do the Oscars, if you watch the Oscars, there's always the categories that aren't aired to the same yeah. extent. So it really is about, like, applauding certain yeah. people and ignore yeah. it like it doesn't really applaud all the work that goes into film and yeah. like think about costume and makeup yeah. that for ages wasn't like put on televised yeah. televised like that truly is an art form yes yeah and it wasn't being recognized so i don't yeah. think you can truly say like oh it's about recognizing the art because well if it was then we would be recognizing all elements of the art and also when they're going up to accept the award for it you would have like hundreds of people on the yeah, stage literally. like if you want an actual like representation of like stay and watch the credits of any film and you'll see how many people work yeah. on just one feature film like there <laughs> so are... you have like a best runner category and things like that <laughs> like yeah. but if we're truly like admiring all that goes into yeah. a film rather than and and it's so hypocritical because i love award shows because well i want to see what people are wearing and i i'm nosy i'm nosy <laughs> lots of opinions <laughs> nice to know like what sort of films are out there i do yeah. like that but I mean, for ages, like, how many of the award shows were there, like, like, was there investigations into where we found out that they were racist and they were Mm. sexist and the people who were voting were racist and sexist and all these horrible things? Like, it was never about appreciating the art. No. 
because so much art got ignored over years yeah. and like but i still like there's still a bit of it that's like oh we, we turn up for the pageantry yes we enjoy it we like to see this kind of thing but yeah so back to emma stone that i think like the real step the real change would be i guess you're right if she walked up on that stage and went i don't deserve this <laughs> and put it down chucked it at someone's head in the background <laughs> yeah but no one's gonna do that no no one's the gonna do that the only person who had some guts who i will not always support but when marlon brando sat down while he won an yeah. oscar yeah you know, that's the sort of thing you need to do if you actually want to make a change rather yeah. than going up and being like, making that sort of comment. With it in your hand being like, there are so many people that will never receive this award. But exactly. <laughs> but I still think that it's like... She's done more than other people exactly. because so the bar hard... is on the floor and yeah. it's like, you know, what what do we really want her to do? No. do we, she'd get criticised if she didn't say anything. She'd get criticised if she said... What, we're not sitting here talking about, you know, Killian Murphy's recognition of the wider cast of Oppenheimer. <laughs> so like, true. You know, it's that... Well, you did recognise his Oppenhomies, actually. His Oppenhomies, no, sorry. <laughs> Is yeah. that not enough? <laughs> the recognition of the Oppenhomies? I don't know. I, no one's doing sort of pessimistic award show presence like Marlon Brando did it and um yeah bring it back bring, bring it, back. it back bring it back just being really unhinged but in a, <laughs> you know sometimes okay way yeah but oftentimes with Marlon Brando not an okay way no um the one that I was quite pleased to see was Devine Joy Randolph yeah. um she won best supporting actress so such a good performance mm. like the holdovers we've watched well I've watched a lot of film that have actually come out film a lot of films that have come out no you've seen film i've seen film film i have purse it's film purse <laughs> um it's film. the holdovers is so lovely even though like watching it in february it's as a christmas film <laughs> it's quite, yeah it's quite an experience but so heartwarming mm. like the message is just lovely and you know i think it's really good to see actors like davine joy randolph winning awards and in her speech she said there have been countless Marys throughout history. So Mary is the kind of like head um, cook in mm. the boarding school in the film. Um, there have been countless Marys throughout history who have never had the chance to wear a beautiful gown and stand on the stage here in London. Telling her story is a responsibility I do not take lightly. And that's really what nice. is like the beauty of film and the diversity of storytelling is mm. that you can see that and more diverse characters yeah. and representation full stop like this is what yeah we're all should be aiming towards this is true so when it happens when like recognition happens you're like ah, but it doesn't i don't know it doesn't solve a problem I doesn't solve a problem it doesn't mean no. it's not nice to see no absolutely but yeah it's still a very deserved award i'm sure yeah so definitely good for her and I've been loving seeing her interviews as she's been promoting holdovers. She's so funny. She's so funny. Very funny. Love her. So good for her. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I don't really have anything else to say on the BAFTAs. No, I think it was... It was fine. It was fine. There was... I did read a... I think it was a Vogue piece that was called, like, What Actually Happens at the BAFTAs. And... What actually happens? It's weird when, like people do kind of old-fashioned write-ups of televised events because obviously okay. you could just watch the televised event and yet and yet here we are <laughs> we don't watch them oh, oh yeah spoiler we can't watch the baftas like we can't we're not allowed we can't because 
and I want them to hear this because we are <laughs> law-abiding citizens. We don't have a TV license, and now for people who aren't based in the UK, that means that you can't watch the BBC without a TV license. But so a we TV don't. License we live without. It's <laughs> over a hundred pounds, and we will be petty with that sort of money yeah. and won't pay it. So that means we can't watch the Baftas yeah. because we abide by the rules and the law of the TV guide. <laughs> people threats the threats <laughs> and we will not watch the bbc yeah or any live streaming no so as such we cannot watch the <laughs> so thankfully out there. vogue puts out vogue has done like articles like this yeah vogue has done like a behind the scenes so she said um what was strange is that there was a Nick Mohammed quote Mr. Swallow skit oh, I've seen this. where he roller skated onto the podium and began doing a bit about someone having parked in Hugh Grant's spot. It really felt like we'd entered a new mind-bending dimension. Why on earth was this happening? No one around me seemed to know. I could, I just couldn't look away. But those in the balcony seats who were able to come to their senses more quickly took this skit as their cue to go to the bathroom and get themselves another drink. Oh no. And then she was like, it's not surprising they didn't televise this because it was so bad. Oh, but that makes me a bit sad. Because they kept so much other stuff in. And also the fact that like she's open, like, this. no offence to the person who wrote this, yeah. but the fact she was like, people left. People like, left. Like, what a nightmare. People left And like she, they so were looking bad. around to see, like, I don't know if anyone else was reacting in the same way as she was, and they weren't. Oh, no. Oh. But you know what? Not everything is a massive hit. And at least, <laughs> at least in this case they weren't the main comedian presenting the whole show. True. Because when that happens, it really makes for an awkward event. Yeah. So at least it was only one skit and not a full show worth of, like, comedy. Roller skating. Was... <laughs> Roller skating's really having a moment. It is. I'm really happy to see it. I will not be partaking because I can't. No. Someone I don't tried to make me a skateboard. A stranger. What are you talking about? Like, a stranger was like... <laughs> do you want to try my skateboard <laughs> oh god yeah. Hannah, no. and i was like no thank you and they went you've got the shoes for it <laughs> which feels like an insult and i said no 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 like you can skateboard like, again i did not know this person <laughs> they were so nice but i think they wanted to like me to have this experience but i i don't know it's like so i don't weird. want to do that this, oh, to be honest, like this person, I genuinely think they were my guardian angel. <laughs> because they were also. But you're going like, to have to find them again. <laughs> I know their name and I know where they work. Because, yeah. Is it near where you work? Yeah, reasonably, yeah. Weird. Yeah, this they were. It was because, on the topic of cinema, <laughs> they were guiding me to the cinema. What do you mean, guiding you? Like you they, know where the I, cinema is. No, no, no. I couldn't find the cinema. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the street looking lost in this person who I won't name but I do know their name and I know where they work and I'll tell you afterwards because it's very cool and they were but I thought they worked for Odeon <laughs> which was quite strange because I was so far from the Odeon cinema and they were I was in the street like looking around looking lost this person came up to me and went what are you looking for? And I was like the Odeon they went I'll show you and midway through the walk I was like I am too trusting because this person took me <laughs> in what I assume is the staff entrance to the Odeon. No. And I was like, 
there yep. was at some point into like the second long corridor I oh, had entered God. I was like I'm probably going to be killed like, oh I'm probably going to die and then I was like no 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 this person is clearly amazing skateboarding <laughs> no they didn't have their skateboard at this point we stopped off to collect the skateboard at this, this point is, I'm like I'm already 10 minutes late to insane. the cinema <laughs> and then there was something else that happened which again isn't relevant to the story so I'll tell you after it's not very exciting but um then we were still going down the corridors to oh get to the God. cinema and they were like, do you want to try skateboarding? So it's just a real moment of like, <laughs> I, and I, again, like, I do think this person was my guardian angel, but I felt so bad being like, no, please don't make yeah, me Yeah, don't skateboard. make me. I was like, I can't do it. I'm so clumsy that I will injure myself and I'll never yeah. get to the cinema. Because also on the way, they told me that if you have the app for the Odeon, tickets are five pounds. That's really good. But I'd already spent like, nine pounds so i was like well where were you if you are my guardian angel yeah where were you at the right time yeah anyway shout out to that person yeah anyway traveling by wheel is really it's having a moment and when i say traveling by wheel not in car skateboard roller skating why are we talking about everything in singular Traveling by wheel. I just think brain isn't working well. <laughs> brain don't work. Brain don't work well. But the, the BAFTAs, fun, and roller skating was involved. Yeah. But my message is, if someone tries to get you to skate um, in any form, say no. Just say no. Because you will injure yourself. Yeah. You, you will die. No matter how confident you think you are, no matter how drunk you are either. Yeah. Because there is something no. like, especially with any, any form of blading, um, <laughs> you do look at it like, well, I do. Like, that's absolutely something I could do. Oh, yeah. But just know you can't. The grace of roller skate people, rollerbladers. Oh, incredible. And you watch them go up and down Oxford Road and you just think, I wish I could do that. It happened to me today. I was like, so good. that is such a impressive mode of transport I that you're doing uphill. It. I dream of... Ducking and diving yeah. every... But, oh, my God. In my if, dreams, If I'm only I pro. could. <laughs> you need to start having these dreams. <laughs> and then you don't need to imagine anymore but yeah so that was the BAFTAs let us know your thoughts um, we'll speak to you next week Yeah. <laughs> bye bye